Welcome to the Anxiety Slayer series. Our mission is to assist you with creating more peace and tranquility in your life through anxiety release exercises and supportive tools created to slay your anxiety. Today's Anxiety Slayer podcast is brought to you by the Anxiety Slayer Academy. We've been offering a free podcast for over seven years now to help anyone suffering with anxiety find relief. Now we want to help you go deeper by providing step-by-step support on how to get the best experience you can from our favorite tools and techniques for overcoming anxiety. Learn more at anxietyslayer.com forward slash support. Welcome back to Anxiety Slayer. I'm Shan Vanderleek here with my wonderful friend and business partner, Ananga Sevier. And we come together weekly on Skype to share Anxiety Slayer sessions with you. We like to answer listener questions from our inbox and Facebook page. And we often mix up a potent blend of coaching, Ayurveda, storytelling, guided relaxations, EFT tapping, and so much more. And today we wanted to record just a short podcast about how you can support yourself during the holidays. And we're titling it five tips for slaying your anxiety over the holidays that we know that you'll find supportive and helpful. Welcome back, Ananga. Hi, Shen. I'm so glad we're together today to talk about this very important reminder about how we can survive the holidays, which I know sounds a little bit dramatic, but I know for some people, especially those who might be feeling a little bit of anxiety around the social events that come with the holidays, this is the perfect time for us to help them uh, address what they can do about it. Yeah, I think that one thing that really can affect anxiety sufferers at this time of year is there's a lot of expectation, social expectation that we can find uncomfortable. So when you feel that expectation, how do you deflect it? How do you work through it? My first thing is to make sure I've got the things that I treasure and value in place that help me feel like me, help me feel nourished and comfortable. So I'd have some good reading, I think, for me is the first thing. Whoever I'm visiting and wherever I am, the opportunity to sneak off with a book for 10 minutes or to uh, shift into a different space. I remember over the last Christmas holidays visiting my family, I took myself off into a bedroom and just sat and meditated for 10 minutes. And it so really gave me some calm and space. I think just keeping in touch with the things that keep me feeling calm and settled within myself. I think that's really a great idea. And to know that it's okay, that that is something that, that if you need that, take that time. It's not that much time at all to excuse yourself and be gone for just a few minutes. Yeah, I think it's really important to just keep the, the little practices in place that help you feel calm and centered, you know, and if you're feeling stressed, it's okay to pop even to a bathroom for five minutes and do some tapping, do some deep breathing, just keep in touch with the things that you know really help. One of the things that helped me a great deal, especially if I'm traveling for a holiday event or I'm going to be, uh, you know, gone for an entire day and evening is the amount of time I give myself to prepare before I even leave the house, making sure that I've carved out enough time, you know, if there's gift giving involved or if there's a particular holiday outfit that I want to wear or whatever it is that I need, 
that I don't uh, force myself to handle it all in a short period of time, but I allow for time to get everything done so that when it's time to leave, when it's time to begin the journey, I can exhale instead of feeling um, completely upside down because of all of the rush and the, you know, flying around to, to make sure that everything is just so. Yeah, rushing is really uh, a great way to increase anxiety, increase stress. And I, I also avoid that at all costs. I'd rather do some prepping the night before or just acknowledge that that's how that day is going to be and just get things steadily in place and just plod through it as the day goes on, you know, like yourself, you know, start getting some things together and just allowing time. I think another thing that we need to be mindful of over the holidays is how we nourish ourselves. There are so many sweets and foods that are much richer than we probably normally have. There's also a lot of alcohol for people who have families that drink alcohol. And so I invite everyone to be more mindful about every bite and every drink. And if you're going to indulge, uh, of course, enjoy what you're eating, but be mindful of how much. And you know yourself, you know how you feel if you have too much of something or how you feel after and just be mindful of that. And then as far as the alcohol goes, as we've talked about many, many times, alcohol can increase anxiety. Yeah, alcohol is definitely a known trigger for anxiety. Initially, people think that they're, they're relaxing and settling in with their company, but very often alcohol will have you awake in the middle of the night and really bring anxiety up. It's uh, not something I've had a relationship with for many years now. It didn't serve me at all well, so I don't, don't touch alcohol. My challenge is I have trouble remembering to keep hydrated in social situations. So when visiting my family last year, I treated myself to some really nice lime and ginger tea and took that with me and I just kept it on the side in my mother's kitchen and whenever a drink was offered or I was going to make a drink for others, make a nice hot drink, I made sure I had a big glass of that, sometimes adding some fresh lime slices and fresh ginger as well and it really helped me keep feeling clear, keeping my digestion feeling clear, my head clear and not having that heavy feeling that you can get over the holiday season where you're eating more sweets and more heavy foods than you normally would. That sounds really yummy. I'm going to have to try that tea. I think the other part that I'd like to bring forward is it's okay to set parameters, set boundaries around the amount of time that you're going to be socializing. So if an event lasts for five or six hours and you feel like three hours is is as much as you can do. Or if you know that, you know, dinner is going to be served at, at a certain time, and then you give yourself an additional hour after the meal before you leave, sometimes having those boundaries set and just knowing, or if you're traveling with your partner or your wife or husband, or, you know, however that looks, that there's an agreement ahead of time, then you can really exhale and know that, okay, even though I might be feeling a little bit of anxiety right now around this social event, I'm going to be here for so many hours and I'm prepared. And there's just something about that knowing that can help you feel a little bit more calm and relaxed. 
Yeah, really good advice and similar advice to the discussion we had about coping with anxious children, helping anxious children coping with school was that thing of you have a set time frame in the middle, a time commitment, and then putting something sweet at the other end of that. So even if it is that you're going to be somewhere for two or three hours and then you're going to go home, make a cup of tea, put your pajamas on, put your feet up with a book or watch something sweet. Many anxiety sufferers, as we've discussed before, are quite introvert. So I know for me, getting home, taking a warm bath and getting ready for bed at 6 p.m., that's my idea of heaven. (laughs) Right. So whatever works for you to just have things in manageable chunks. Right. And I think that's important to mention that taking a walk, if you are spending a great deal of time away from home with family, allowing for walks after meals or you know walks in the morning, depending on what your uh, particular situation looks like, that gives you some space. So, you know, space is important throughout this whole conversation, the space that you create to prepare and get where you're going, um, the, the space that you might need during the event, um, the space that you might need after if you're staying for a long amount of time. And then to kind of bring it all back around to no matter how you're feeling about these holiday events, and no matter what's transpired before you, to be grateful to be grateful for family and friends and to be grateful that you do have food on your table, a roof over your head and the resources that you need to be as comfortable as you can be in a a situation that might not be your, your natural comfort level. But by doing all of these things that we've mentioned today, you sure are setting yourself up for a much better experience and to tie it all up with gratitude feels like the right place to bring in that fifth tip for slaying your anxiety over the holidays. Thank you for listening to Anxiety Slayer. We wish you the happiest of holidays and hope that this podcast has been supportive. Anxiety Slayer has been offering a free podcast for more than six years. Now we want to help you go deeper by providing step-by-step support on getting the best experience from our favorite tools and techniques for overcoming anxiety. Are you ready to take action against your anxiety? Enroll in the Anxiety Slayer Academy now and you can get started today. Visit anxietyslayer.com forward slash support.